Okay, Boker Tov. Good morning. If I say a bracha, yeah. and I say to myself, I didn't really say that bracha, I just mumbled through it. Should I or could I repeat it? No, you can't, you can't repeat it. Uh, the only, so just actually for those who are first listening on this recording, last week we started brachas, albeit min shamay, and that, that, that beginning of brachas was lost, uh, with a little help of Pnei Adam. Um, so, we're talking about brachas, if you, obviously, if you said a bracha, even though you said it without any kavana, which is what we just talked about last week, um, it then does constitute a bracha. It's, well, it's like a guf balon shama. That's what the, we'll see, actually, that's a famous term, which we'll see, I think you'll probably quote later. It's like a body without a soul. Um, technically speaking, you're yote. The Gemara says the following thing. The, the first bracha of Shemona Esri, one bracha says, Let's say this is the first bracha of Shmon Esther without Kavana. You were space. You were a space cadet. So the Gemara, talk, the Gemara talks about could you repeat the first bracha? It's a big shaila for Yotzei Shmon Esrei. It's a real discussion in halacha. If you start Shmon Esrei, and the first, the most important bracha to have Kavana with in Shmon Esrei is the first bracha. So the Gemara says, could you say it again? The Gemara says, no. So what should you do? Should you have Kavana beforehand? You should prep yourself. In the case of brachas, I would say the following thing. If it was a snack, let's say I just said I was going to have one uh, potato chip. I said, uh, or five potato chips. I put it on my plate. I put the bag away. And I was not going to eat any more. So if I take another uh, hadama, I go to my fridge, I take a carrot. And I didn't have it in mind. So I can make a bracha on that carrot and have my other potato chips. So that you can do. Oh, I, if you had a meal. Would, that would be the way around it. Yeah, if you had a meal, where, without getting to all kilachas of this right now. And you, you, you usually in a meal, it's your lunch, everything in your fridge is free game. So when you say hadam, you have in mind your whole fridge. That's how most people function today. Um, so then that will work. So then your only eitzah would be, and I've had this, b'chatas uh, yanimaz kayom, there's a few times in my 18 plus years of marriage, thankfully not too many, but it, it has happened, where I was either in Suffolk about my bracha, I never did it really for lack of kavana, but I could have done it for that, I was in Suffolk bracha. You know, when you have a house, a lot of kids, you have a lot of distractions did along I, the path. Did I say it or not? Uh, did I say it? So I, I've asked my wife, could you make a bracha for me? Right. So I'll say, do you mind just taking a, I don't eat potato chips. That's like, to me, can you take a sweet potato, please? And make a, make a hadama, you know, and she'll make a, and it's happened vice versa. She would be a misupik. Uh, and I'll make a bracha for her. Now, if we both are eating, that won't work, but... She could make a bracha, which would be chal. She'll do it. And usually if you're asked to make a bracha, it's like the, the eyes are on you, you're going to make a bracha with kavana, you can do that. That's what I would do if can I... Can I ask you one question? Uh, no, you can ask me afterwards. You could, but we, you, bookmark it. Yeah, yeah, bookmark that. If we, we'll get back to it. I have one, too. Okay, oh my goodness. All right. Um, all right, so we talked about, again, we started last week about brachas. Um, we're on... Brachot? On brachas, brachot, and we're on the second page. Um, oh, you got the book. Very nice. Yeah. V'yechar ha'ish. A person, a person should tremble, as mentioned last week. This is actually, like, I hate to say, like, like, like the beginning of the sixth parak, like, Rabbi Kivager there and others. V'yechar ha'ish mutin davar toch people. A bracha person should tremble to, 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 uh, eat something without a bracha. It's ki, 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 Imagine stealing from a king. Like I mentioned last week, you know, that these ladies came picking fruits from the shoal. 
A little car pulls up in front of the shul and starts picking the fruits of the shul. Who is that? Because they, they're stealers, they're, they're thieves. Now, happens I don't. I personally don't care so much because no one's eating those fruits. Uh, but they don't know the. They don't have the foggiest idea what people here are doing. They just popped. You know, so I go to people's backyards and start picking fruits. I mean, what do you think would happen? You know, like, but the fruit that comes over to my yard, I can take. Yeah, that's something else. Because yeah. I do that all the time. These yeah, grapefruits. Yeah, well, you also suffer from that. You get the, the, the branch going over your tree, you get the leaves falling down. But that happens to be law of. Halach Elchas in Talmud and in municipal laws. Right. Anything that goes over your fence, over your property line, uh, is free game. Now, it's a discussion. If you, could you cut the branches? Damages that happen. It's actually this Gemara is about this. And there's, there's local, local codes also. You know, what you can do, what you can't do. Who's responsible to you, these things? Uh, if, it's, if it's going over different lands and there's different, uh, one part's in Chutzlar, one part's in Eretz Yisrael. Like, I mean, there's lots of Gemaras with this type of cases, but as far as that. Yeah. But, but will you imagine now if I go to someone's backyard and start picking their fruits? For front yard, backyard. Imagine going to uh, a king and picking his fruits. So to eat something, put something in your mouth, and not to say a bracha, it's Hashem's world. You're, you're, you're stealing. To steal and he says uh, because when you, when, you, when you don't say a bracha, you're hurting Kal Yisrael. And you're part of a team. Remember, remember like a few years ago, a certain sports team, yeah. they were traveling somewhere and, and like one or two members did some illicit stuff. Oh, yeah. So what happens when one or two members does illicit stuff of, of a basketball team or a baseball team? The whole team, the whole team gets hurt. It's bad for the team. When a player, when a player messes up, it, it hurts the team. It hurts the team unity. It hurts the team's image. You know, on a spiritual level, it hurts the team. Otherwise, that's, you know, our odds. So you're hurting Kalal to eat the Tadabracha. The Gama Hamoyo B'Kaidish. Also, since it belongs to Hashem, it's like Kaidish, you don't touch him, correct? What happens if you take away, you, you utilize a, a behemoth that belongs to Beis HaMikdash? Me'ilah. Serious stuff in Me'ilah. You learn Me'ilah yet? No. Common attractions, but you've, you've touched on it already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, says, that a person who benefits without a bracha is Again, it's Me'ila and it's dealing from Hashem and from the Jewish people. You should know that when you eat, what, what feeds your physical body is the food. By the way, you're talking about cookies and cake and uh, potato chips. If you don't take care of your physical body, you're not going to be healthy. Right? You, you put the wrong gas in the, in, in the tank. You, know, you put uh, lots of sugars and starches and fatty foods. What happens? In your tank? In your body, you get sick. You go, you go to the doctor. You support the doctor in the medical system, right? Yeah, yeah. Your heart gets clogged. Your cholesterol goes up. You're not, you're not vibrant. You hurt your body. Well, imagine the following thing: if you don't, what gives your spiritual status is the brachas. Brachas. When you say a bracha, just like on this, on, on your, on your whole wheat pasta, shmak whole wheat pasta. Hey, with some gar- oregano, a little garlic, some marinara sauce, maybe olive oil. Olive oil, olive oil, olive oil. oil. Yeah. right? Okay. All good stuff. All good stuff. So you don't make a bracha. So maybe your your, your heart, you know, 
uh, for Yitzchak, he's not going to have the pasta. I think of something else for him. Uh, gluten free, gluten. Does they have gluten free? Oh, they have gluten free everything. Yeah, free steak. Uh, so they probably have a gluten free sitter. Yeah. So, so, but the brachas are the mazayin of the nefesh, and if you don't say a bracha, you may be physically healthy, but your soul is sick. You like you know you know your soul gets crank. Just like you get physically sick, you ate the food, you took care of your body. Like Rabbi Lewis was saying about the mouth, you know. The mouth is special. Right. That's a little bit different. That's a Zayhar, what he was talking about. Oh. That you, 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 when you speak Lush and Hara, you damage your kli. You damage your mouth. Here I'm talking even, you're not feeding yourself. You're starving your soul. Uh-huh. You starve your soul. Because the Baruch is Mazan and Ephesh, you're going to Shafa that's the Kavanah that's the Pasuk. Listen to the Pasuk. It's not a Lechem Levado that man lives. If you just eat bread and you don't mach hamaitzi, you don't make a bracha, you're damaging your neshama. You don't feeding yourself. You're starving. Your soul is starving. Um... Vizanami, it's also what it says in Mishlei. Tzadik Oichel, listen to the lesson of the Pasuk. Tzadik Oichel, that a righteous person eats for his soul. It's for his soul. Because he feeds his soul. I know righteous people who, you know, make sure to wash once a day because they want to bench every day. Now, I'm not suggesting a person wash two, three times a day, if, you know, unless they exercise, get all those carbs off, but. Uh, but, you know, there's some people with no problem with that. But uh, the person to wash, he wash probably morning time. He wants the bench. The person wants to be able to say Birch HaSamazah, which is the Bracha Deir Aysa. Uh, the only Bracha Deir Aysa. Well, the MS, and the truth is, If you eat or drink without a Bracha, Unless you judge people favorably who eat and drink and don't make a bracha. Truth is, and again, he's talking about observant Jews. Observant Jews. Not talking about, unfortunately, today, you know, so much of Kalal Yisrael in the, in the Bay Area never even heard of the concept of bracha. <laughs> they don't even speak Hebrew. They couldn't even say a bracha, if they, you know, in the right way if they wanted to. That's how far these Jews are. But the people in this room are, 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 are blessed. Uh, and for a religious Jew or for a knowledgeable Jew not to say a bracha, I mean, you know, even a guy, a Gentile, a decent Gentile, you know, it says grace. You know, they, they appreciate that their food came from somewhere. I, I had uh, lunch recently. It's very, at some level, very interesting. Uh, it reminds me how quirky some people could be with one of these Christians for United for Israel people. Uh, and the first thing he did is, he, he, you know, he said grace, you know. Then he was like, and I said, he's very pro-Israel, pro-Jewish. And I say a bracha, so, <gasps> like, you know, and he's like, you know, very excited people. But, but he said, you know, he's a, a decent person. He says, you thank God for what you get. Hmm. You know, you thank God. For a Jew not to make a bracha, not to make a bracha. Means, how hard is it to make a bracha? How, you know, in general, again, you know, if you eat, 
thousands of times a year, it's, it's possible you'll forget once in a while, or you to do part, you know, to, to you don't just go taking, you know, you, 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 you eat. You ask Hashem, how hard is it to do? You have to make a bracha kitzara, to thank God for the good. And what it does is, you bring Hashem throughout your life. It takes Hashem into your life. I'll call me Tevish Bekalaman. And I'm going to tell you the truth, by the way. Obviously, if you're in a work, if you're in a work environment, you have to be Muravimabri. You can't do weird things. I, I honestly, I made, I've made all kinds of brachas all the time in front of all kinds of folks. Now, I look like a rabbi, so it's a little helpful. But most people are very respectful. I was once upon a time in a law school. I did it there too. I wasn't embarrassed to make a bracha. And, you know, uh, the, probably the weirdest bracha that you have to make in my mind is an Asher Yatsur in a public thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, even the Asher because, you know, at the airport, you go to the bathroom, you go to make an Asher Yatsur, and you come out over there, mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's some people, but most people don't care. <laughs> you care less. They don't they just walk by. They don't care. They don't. They don't you're like so. There's fun. a lot weirder things that happen. There's a lot weirder things. And I've, if I ever got stopped, people appreciate it. I mean, once in a while, someone asks me, uh, and people appreciate it. It's I mean, nice they ask, they're curious. Well, you're either talking to the wall, you're, you know, you're, you're talking to yourself, or you're doing something holy, like one of the things, you know. Same thing when you pray. If you ever pray in an airport, you know, there's one flight. If I take, I I will make my flights. I specifically have in my minyana, but there's one way going. I think it's one way in the winter. You can't, I can't get minyana no matter what I do, unless I take a red eye, which I'm not doing with my kids. That would be, like, brutal. Uh, not brutal for me, and maybe get thrown off. So I'm stuck. So I, ha- I have had to dive in the airport when that, ha- when that happened. So dive in the airport. I don't, I don't, do you think I care? Obviously, I pick a place I'm not in front of you know, the TV set over there. It's like for many reasons. Uh, but I don't sit in front of people. But I don't, I don't think about it. Why do they do whatever they want? I mean, we're, we're in front of Hashem. You know? People are so embarrassed about their Yiddishkeit. You know, I remember talking about the three weeks right now. I remember a friend of mine many, many years ago was going to summer school in university. I've said this story before. And he was embarrassed to, to let his, you know, not to cut his beard. During the three during the three weeks, so he asked the Pesach. He said to him, "You know, uh, what should he do? You know, should he should he trim because it's you know it's it's uh, he's in a university. People are doing this." This Pesach looked at it. You're embarrassed to walk with a little stubble. Do you ever see people in a university? Oh, kind of. You know, they are at Stanford. You're at Stanford also. You have two Stanford. Do, do they care what kind of how many nose rings and rings and color hair do they have? Does anyone care? They walk around pajamas. People there. Huh? Yeah, I'm saying. Like, so, but, but why am I saying this? Because some people are embarrassed to make brachas. So again, you don't have to scream out if you're in the middle of a classroom in Stanford or in a library somewhere. Don't do that. That's actually not normal. Even in a show, it's not normal. You know, but you could say. No one's gonna care. I'm just no one. No one could care. Uh, they, you know, they, there's so many. There's so many. Everyone has their own culture. It's, 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 no one cares. If you're a little embarrassed, find an area to make a bracha. Not like I see people do. And they eat. It's not a if you have to say the words. You have to say the words. And like, you know, people do a million things. Why? That's that's how you do it. And some people don't say a bracha. They're so embarrassed. I'm joking. 
I know there are people that won't say bracha in a public place because they're embarrassed. Um, Other things you should get in the conditions, right? Oh, yeah, sneers. Okay, so so what Daniel is pointing out is that if a woman is not properly dressed, if her she's sleeveless, which is a problem besides brachas, um, so it's actually lahalacha. You can't say brachas in front of a woman who's not. Just like you can't say brachas in a bathroom, you can't say brachas uh, on a beach, you can't say brachas on a woman who has cut clothes. So, lahalacha, you can on the post of, of, of closing your eyes. So that's what I would do if I was you. Let's go. No one's you know takes you know shmona you know the whole sh- davening is more of an issue. If you'd be like that, but for bracha it's not that hard. Benching is a little more challenging with doing that. But even there, you could you can close your eyes by the shem hashem's that, and then rely on that also. Shots of talk. Um, okay, but the point is I'm getting all these details. Is you should say you say bracha, and if you don't say it, it's a bizayin. You don't say a bracha. You have an opportunity to thank Hashem. It takes a few seconds. It's your spiritual... You're starving your soul otherwise. You didn't feed your soul. You're physically healthy. You're physically... I remember I used to... I, I, in the old days, I used to go to the Kolol. I used to see these people uh, jogging on, on Aristadero. A lot of them were Jews over there. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Right by Kolol Metz. Mm-hmm. What's the... What's, uh, it's not, it's not Kolol Metz, obviously, yeah. but... Uh, uh, the reform place. It's Chaim. No, but I'm not actually. No, 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 where, where, where's 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 uh, 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 Betham no, near that whole area? And you can see the Jewish faces, and they're like wearing their jogging clothes. I'm sure they're nice people, and they're so physically healthy. I'm thinking, where is the neshama? I was like, these guys are such physical shape. You know, like Palo Alto is a kind of place where like the people take care of their physical bodies. Like you know, you know, they, they make sure. But they're where's the soul? I used to, every time I drive by, they cry. You know, Martin uh, Schreiber, you know, you know, Brian Glazer, we're, you're in such good physical shape, where's your soul? Mm-hmm. You know, you cry for such people. Cry. Mm-hmm. And watch everything they eat. There'd be not too much calories, it should be organic, it should be, you know, vegan, whatever they're making sure that's healthy, but they think it's healthy. You know, at the end of the day, their neshama's dry and suffering and abused. Now, they, these Jews, they don't know better. I cry because they don't know better. That's the truth. Honestly, they don't know better. Almost none of them ever heard of brachas. Our obligation is to help them to learn. But, but we, we, the Amarika Bracha, you mentioned not to even have kavana. It's like to give your, your soul, you know, all day Fruit Loops or worse, you know, you know full fat uh, chocolates, you know, and, and candies, like, you do something, but your soul's sick from that. You should, you should think about what we're doing. We get reward. Isn't it amazing that, you, that you're rewarded for the bracha and you enjoy your food better and you connect to Hashem and you feed your soul all from every bracha. And a person doesn't want to make a bracha, it's a royal lev. He's so crooked. You know, sometimes you mean people like to say please and thank you. You need a person that it's, it's just a bore. They don't want to say please or thank you. They, they're so narcissistic. It's a, that's a, it's, they're, they're crooked of the heart. Should be careful not to pay a bracha. By the way, one of the reasons that the, the, the sage should be free to make a bracha is you didn't say a bracha the kavana. If you say a bracha out loud, you'll remember you said. 
What kind of brachas do people forget? Now, again, I mentioned over the 18 years of marriage, it did happen a few times. It happened to anyone. If you have lots of people calling your name, pulling you, taking you directions, you sit down to my wife, literally, can sit down to eat, and it could be 40 minutes till she eats sometimes, because like, she gets called by one kid. I'm hungry, I'm this. It's like a full time job. You know? So it does happen that a person could, for honest, forget. But very often, if it's 30 minutes later, did I make a brother? It's not that no one's, no one's bothering you. Why did you forget? So the point is going to say, because you didn't say Brachat Kavani, if you didn't say Brachat Kavani, you would not have forgotten. If you didn't say it out loud, until you would not, you would not go ahead and forget. Mm-hmm. You never put in your thing that Brachat. And as you know, call Mavarach Mitzbarach. Anyone who gives, the Gemara Tzaita says, anyone who gives Brachas becomes blessed. It's a general rule in life. If you want to become a blessed person, give other people brachas. <coughs> Natan's very good at that. Give, yeah. give brachas. You get bracha. Give a bracha. But, but, but here you're talking about stealing. Now it's, it's not just a human being. It's not Hashem's food. Hashem's world. Um, and a, a person is not... Uh, does not if, just like, if someone comes to a doctor... You know, uh, there are two types of things people come to doctors. There are a certain percent of people who do their due diligence. Uh, let's pick a dentist. Who goes to a dentist and gets cavities? So there are natural cavities. Right? There's a concept that your, your teeth grow, it actually could grow with a hole. But the vast majority of people who go to dentists, why do they go to dentists? They don't eat the right foods. They don't brush their teeth. They don't take care of themselves. People go to the doctors. Certain percent of people, for whatever reason, get a machala sickness. But most People going to an internist, an older doctor, is because they don't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. No fair, fair statement. Mm-hmm. Hans, yes, right. Yeah, I want you on the re- I want you on the record. Oh, on the record. Yes. Okay. Uh, so the same thing is over here. I mean, a person goes ahead, gets klala in their life, gets bad things happening. Very often, it's not like God's giving you a test. You're, you know, you, a person drives like a maniac on the highway and gets into a car accident and hurts themselves. That not necessarily is because God chose that for you. Now, God will be goes there for you based on your deeds, but you chose that. A person smokes. I, to me, a smoker is the dumbest person I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Honestly, today, in today's world, maybe 40, 50 years ago, to smoke, people didn't know better. But today, when you smoke, it's know that you're killing yourself. It's like pricking yourself and you know, de- destroying your lungs. I mean, you gotta be, in, you gotta be a complete. You can't miss that today. Everyone knows smoking is dangerous. Mm-hmm. So that's bringing klala to yourself. Well, not to make a bracha. There are, there are blessings you're supposed to get or bad things that shouldn't happen. That you bring upon to yourself. That's no one, that's not part of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, that because of, it's, it's your, own, your own doing. You're doing that. You're doing that to yourself. Somebody goes ahead and does, you know, a reckless thing. No one's, that's not God doing it. You're doing that. Uh, jump off a cliff and say, if God wants me to live, I'll live. No, it's not the way the world goes. Right? That's not how God created the world. God created the world. If you jump off a cliff, you'll die or you'll break all your bones. Right? Uh, you know, we, now it could be that a person's walking carefully and wind blows them off a cliff. That's Hashem. But what we do, if we don't make a bracha, we're, we're taking away... Physical bracha, spiritual bracha. Now he's talking about 
150 years ago, before today it happens to be the world has changed. Um, where most, almost all religious girls certainly go to, to Jewish schools and are very knowledgeable. Once upon a time, it's only the boys. And there, in certain things, girls were weaker in. Okay, that's largely not the case today. In the old days, it was more by women. They were less careful. They never really learned brachas very well. He calls out these Egyptian women. Uh, Egypt, a long time ago, had a very large Jewish community. Um, they actually, they had... Chamavadi uh, uh, was the, one of the last rabbis of Egypt uh, in, in his youth. Rabbi Yosef in his 20s was a rabbi in, in Cairo. Uh, uh, but he didn't like it, right? He wrote a book where his Haggadah was called Bitsay Sinsraim, my God of Egypt, right? <laughs> 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 they gave him a hard time. Like, he, his book, his Haggadah was like, I, I got out of Egypt. Uh, and there were also a lot of Karaites. The old Karaite community was, 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 was in Egypt. That's where the leftovers, uh, even, you know, were there. Well, Mitzvah Zu, so he said, like the Egyptian women, Jewish, Jewish, Jewish women were not careful about making brachas. Well, Mitzvah Zu, Mutelas al Avas. Uh, but as the father used to teach her daughter, and her husband used to teach his wife, you can't, as I mentioned last week, you can't even give food. You're not a served person, a Jew. If a Jew is not going to eat and drink, it's a big shayla to give them any food and drink. Right? Without, you know, how are you serving? Would you give a Jew pig and say, well, I, I'm not eating it, he's eating it. What do you think? No, of course not. So if, to give a Jew... Food that they're not going to make a bracha on is they're stumbling them. Right? You're causing them. If they, if they have bread and they don't bench, it's an issue So what do you do? So I mentioned last week um, you should try to get them in your own in your house. So I'll tell you what I do. I try to do my best. So um, it's just different things. If a person doesn't know the bracha, I'll, I'll offer to make it for them. And that'll work? I'm very, yeah, I said, don't eat and drink. I'll explain it to them. I, have, I had lunch recently at uh, the, the Jerusalem Grill. Not Jerusalem Grill. I love Hashem. Uh, I did have lunch at Jerusalem Grill and do this. That was men and not recently uh, at Pars. And I was with a Jew who's a sensitive Jew, just doesn't know anything. So I explained to them, I'll make the bracha for you. Fine. Anyone who goes to the house on Shabbos, it's my house. They follow the rules. Now, I don't have people... Usually the people coming are coming to learn. To, they're going to rabbis. So they're really, well, so I don't have like a third cousin who doesn't know anything who's going to come after me. Um, if I did, I, I would try. I would do my effort. If he doesn't eat. So there's a cure of aspect. There's other things, as I mentioned last week, on the non-recorded uh, tape. If I'm with somebody uh, who is uh, anti or whatever, so then I not necessarily would do it. I would offer and go, like, it goes on. You have... There's still a cure of a reality to it. Most people, though, why don't they do anything? I guess I go yesterday. They're, they're comfortable. They don't want to. They want to push themselves. They want to be mavrel to say to the guy, you know, I'll make a bracha for you. Now, if you're at, in a workforce, that's a little bit different. It's much more challenging. But if you're at a casual lunch, if you have your cousins, your relatives, your brother, your sister, your neighbor over, it's not a hard thing to ask them. Most people, they're fine. You know, they really are. When you try, I'll make, I'm going to make a bracha for you. Do you want to make a bracha? I'll tell you, I have no mercy on, as a general rule, somebody who's somewhat observant or grew up somewhat observant, unless they're like off the derech, like because they've been emotionally abused. So that's like that's the world of psychology and 
Like I have, you know, an Israeli who knows better. In my in my house, I'm, I'm reading the Kobach. Birkat Amazon. Believe believe I'm Rabbi, I have to go. Achshav. By Svarim, you can do that too. You know, like you know, because they know better. It's absolute. It's mamish laziness. You know, that kind of guy have no no rachman at all. Now, again, if you have a kid who was like a ponytail and tattoos because they they had a terrible youth and they were, they were turned off and they're emotionally. That's a very different story on many levels. I'm not talking about that kind of person. I'm talking about a person who knows better. They're just lazy. Or they're, they, 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 I don't do this. I mean, you don't do this. Did you eat? Yes. Akshava, you know, you know, you know, at pars, I'll be very honest. The, I, I sit there, you get these Israelis who are, the, 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 to their credit, they're keeping kosher. They'll come in. Sometimes they'll ask me to say the bracha for them. Or, or, Rabbi, I'm going to make birkat amazon. You know, they get, they get, they pull out the yarmulke or get a yarmulke somewhere, you know. So, but, but the point, I, there's so many opportunities to do this. Really, it's, it's so much of this in our mind. We don't, we don't take the opportunity uh, to help others make brachas. But, but you have to, uh, for us, our wives, our children, our guests in our house, we have to try to make them to get a make a bracha. Because um, the chazas, you can't feed people who don't make a bracha. But particularly, if you're a husband, you're a father, you're liable for your house. Right? If you... Don't teach your children. You don't do your thing. You're nanashal, I'd say based on that. You don't teach them. And if you don't know the brachas, you get a tutor. You hire someone to teach them. Um, anything which is important. You know, people go to doctors. When your life is on the line, you know, at the end of the day, they push themselves. If your spiritual life is important, you put down the money necessary to learn. You don't say, I, I can't do this. Right? If you if you need something, you'll find the money to, to do it, to, to do it. You know, you know, it's not a question of time. You need to make a make a bracha. You're gonna make over your lifetime thousands of brachas or hundreds of thousands of opportunities, huh? Millions. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, it depends on the brachas. Shakal could be millions, right? What is it? Is man and maman? Also, we talk about giving connection to, to God. Um, and sometimes you should know that obviously if your soul's better, when you're taking the time of your learning to do this, it's, 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 it builds everything else. You do it at the right time. You make sure early on to learn brachas. Every house, every Jewish house, I'm serious by the way, unless you've learned it very well, should have a brachas book. Art scroll, all time, I mean, every house. It shouldn't be that you don't. Have, you should have it in your house. You have a reference source and a resource. There are books be ivrit ayom. There are books in Spanish on brachas. You have a book that can tell you what to do in any bracha. You know, it's even they didn't have that years ago. Today, you can get a book with all the modern foods. You have it all there. So you should have the, the svarim that do it, or and have the brachas. Whether should us nashim or to speak to people to ask it. Mama Od Sarech, be very careful about Birchas Lavana. To say Kiddush Lavana. Kiddush Lavana. Because Birchas Lavana, Chazal say, is the language of Kabbalah Sashpnei Ashkina. You're accepting the Shkina when you say Kiddush Lavana. It's not a bracha to, to take lightly, Kiddush Lavana. Kiddush Lavana, Charlie, I think you're looking, is every month when the moon renews, we usually do it Saturday nights. We say a bracha on the renewing of the moon. Not on the moon itself. You have to see the moon. But there is one blessing men say on the renewing of the moon. 
Uh, you can see what kind of Jew you are. Are you a knowledgeable Jew? Are you an ignorant Jew? You should not only know that what brachas say, to say the brachas correctly, to pronounce the words correctly. You say a bracha, you say it so many times. Um, we're going to get to, we're going to get to soon Asher Yatzar, but if you were saying Asher Yatzar, well, my, honestly, the bracha that, that that, that for me, at some level, is my favorite bracha, if I can say that. Uh, you think about the human body and the, and the works. So if a person sang his whole life the bracha incorrectly, you know, learn the bracha to say correctly. Asher Yatsar. Does that sound good? Sounds That's, good. How about Yatsar? No. Or comments. Comments or patach? Pat- Yatsar. Is it two patachs or comments or patach? Comments patach. Comments patach. So it has, has Asher Yatsar. Not Yatsar. Right. So you gotta make sure you know that. Uh-huh. Uh, I just picked that off the cuff, you know. Right? You gotta make sure you do the correct pronunciation, right? Uh, uh, you're saying a segel, it's supposed to be a tzeri your whole life. Right? Uh, again, you say, uh, you know, or some people do two comments, yotzer. Like, you know, like they, they say it that way. Yeah, you should look at the punctuation, especially brachas you say about pack. What happens is, you memorize the bracha. Unless you're a nice guy, you go up to the brachas there. Um, I say it all over there, so you know, like, I don't even look. I, you know, I, I try to say it. Ashiyatzer. I have it in my house. I have it here. I have it in my wallet. I, I try to always say it from the car. I think I, I think I know it, Balpa. You know, but I still try to say it because I say it with more kavana um, that way. Benching, but then we mean it. I don't. Be honest. I don't say shahakal with a with a with a thing. I don't say mizonis. I try also to say Alamicha, I know Balpeh, but I try to say it because even over time there's errors that happen, you say it with Let's Come On, and we say it, you know, you say a bracha, just make sure to say it correctly. Um, and it says, a tefillah, as I mentioned, actually, this, this is, this phraseology is it a Barbanel and Perkyavos. Barbanel, Dan Yitzchak Barbanel, who is the leader of Spanish Jewry and the generation of the expulsion, uh, lived in the late 15th century. Um, says that a tefillah, obracha, beli kavana, prayer, or a bracha, without kavana, is kiguf, beli neshama. It's like a body without the soul. So we're still learning brachas for a couple more weeks, but it's kadai, as we're doing this, to work on our knowledge of brachas, or saying brachas correctly, and on our kavana of brachas. Rats are Karish Barakal, Azakas, as Israel, the